Hi, Griet, and welcome to Slow Secrets, our podcast. Hello. <laughs> I love the pink flamingo in the background. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Should I go dive on it? <laughs> It's so like wanting to like just jump on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, um, how did we meet? A uh, little story. Grit, um I think it was Animal, wasn't it? That put yeah. us in contact together, and he said, "Oh my God, you guys have got to meet." And yes. and then we evidently did. And then uh, you came as a facilitator to one of the slow food and yoga festivals, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I really actually love what you do. So maybe you can tell us a little bit about your story. Yeah, sure. So um, I guess my story started about eight years ago. I'll focus on the entrepreneurship story. Um, I was working in a company, a really cool company, cookie company in Belgium. And I noticed a lot of people were doing sports. They were going running out in the afternoon or ping pong. And I started doing all these activities. And I noticed that that created a really cool culture. And I, I loved working there and doing sports with all these people. Nice. And and it grew. The community grew. And we'd be having food together. And um, that built and built and built. And then they wanted some software in the company to actually connect people to their passions. And I loved that idea. And at that time, the job I was doing there I had to do the same job for another two years and I got a bit bored. I really want to grow in whatever I do. Um, And then um, I said, well, let's take a jump. And I quit that job and I thought, well, let me try if I can be this job of bringing people together in companies in the beginning around sports or well-being. Um, And that's how my journey as an entrepreneur started. One day to the other, I kind of became entrepreneur went to companies and asked, would you hire me? And I literally went with that vulnerability. I know I think how I can motivate your teams. I think I can see what a passion is in someone. And I believe that can help you and your business because I've seen it. Would you want to pay me for that? And then I built a system and what am I going to do? How am I going to and connect these people? And there's hundreds of people or thousands of people. How am I going to do it? And then in the beginning, I also had a freelance job in marketing, but then I stopped that job and then I went full on for, for Move It then. Um, and the first project was helping people in an IT company to sit less. It was amazing. Nice. It was, yeah. It reminds me of, of the, the festival feel, bringing people together through their passions is the most fulfilling job thing there is in the world. Yeah. Everyone's like enjoying it, meeting new people, feeling like a kid again. Yeah, absolutely. So entrepreneurship, it's such a big word, right? What, what, what is entrepreneurship mm. for you? Mm. That's a really good question. I, I just remember after I quit my job and I started doing this, I came home. I finally felt belonging mm. in something. And for me, I think it's that feeling of I'm quite good in the unknown. I'm quite good in figuring it out along the way. And that's something I love that you shared in one of our videos. You you jump off a cliff and you sue your parachute. Yes, exactly. and <laughs> <laughs> that is, for me, is the same feeling. Like, I like sports. I like, you don't know how your muscles going to grow if I can do this flip or not. Entrepreneurship just feels the same. It makes me feel alive. Yes. And it's unpredictable. And I love that part of it. And you meet cool people and somehow... I feel with entrepreneurship, I can use my whole potential. My business grew, and first there was a job, then I learned to hire people, then I learned to coordinate software, make software, work with the government, and it grew and grew and grew, and it's still growing. I'm making houses now, and I wouldn't have this in 
in a difficult job. I think I would be in one industry and with this entrepreneurship, I've been in travel the world and see all these industries. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, for me, entrepreneurship is like jumping off a cliff and suing your parachute on the way down <laughs> because a lot yes. of people like I remember the first time somebody told me I'm an entrepreneur and I thought what's that you know and now 10 <laughs> years later I'm like ah yeah I am definitely an entrepreneur you know and it's so freeing to just be like okay I have a vision and I'm gonna try and make it like that and then mm. you know I love that quote where you like see like this is like your plan and then you have like Everest and then you know big ocean and then rocks and this is actually reality you know but you get there too eventually <laughs> yes. <laughs> <I'm>, yes. <laughs> what I love about your way of entrepreneurship I think is what inspired me the most about you is that you do conscious entrepreneurship so what is mm. conscious entrepreneurship It's a good question. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I do that. I try that. <laughs> I guess for me, it, it started with the word energy, I guess. And I, I started looking a couple of years ago, like, how do I keep my energy up? Because after a couple of years, I almost burned out with all my to-do lists and all my perfectionism. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so, it is true. It is know, real. It is there. It is lurking mm -hmm. at you, the burnout. <laughs> yes. And for me, that was at a time where I was supposed to help companies with their health and well-being well, so that was double on slow down <laughs> what's my name yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I, i i looked for help because i'm like this isn't this isn't happening i found my dream company and now i'm gonna burn out no 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 so i went to this professor so this business class in london and he said ditch all your to-dos and i'm like but then how do i get stuff done yeah. and then i got into law of attraction cool. setting goals working Differently. I went to Thailand, I did Reiki healing, and I think that's how I got into the consciousness path and started understanding there's some computer here with belief systems that affect how I walk through life, and business is like a magnifier glass, so if I don't make sure these are correct, yes. <laughs> then I'm going to have I'm gonna have the same situation come back in different relationships, and that I knew that quite quick, I need to fix that first, so I started writing all my thoughts for years until I knew I had thoughts that only served me because yes. <laughs> I was like hands on I need to clean this <laughs> and that's where my consciousness and then I got into Tantra where I could actually practice what I did with myself for many years with someone who was there for the purpose of playing because it can be yes. a bit of a mind fuck if you do it with someone who does know what you're doing I guess or like I believe I'm not my thoughts. So if I play with someone, yes, yeah, it's a very subtle journey. Yes, for and me as well. Doing it in business, yeah. I think for me, so for you, it's a yeah. lesson of life uh, to do everything, every single thing in full consciousness, and mm. and that's how I remain balanced. And yeah. well, obviously, to slow everything down <laughs> and rethink your mm. speed of life. And, and being more efficient and mm. choosing your yeses, your noes. And yeah, that's kind of mm. how I do it. What I really like about you is that also when we met in the beginning, you have so many projects going on. You have this beautiful 
um, retreat, village, luxury hotel, you have the festival, <laughs> you have so many stuff going on, you always have so many people you're, you're working and, and you're always energized. And I really also admire that in you. I know that I have my, my limits sometimes in the number of interactions I can handle in a day. And, and so you're beautifully having that slow feel and then still it looks really fast, yeah. <laughs> like fast in a way. You have that slow and you can bring it with everyone. Yes. That's how it looks like, of course. I know it's a lot of work and so training my probably. But... always used to tell me, how do you do it? I mean, all of it, mm. you know? Mm. And then I was like, well, it's all about the tribe. <laughs> it's not me doing it. You know, I have an mm. awesome team that aligns with mm. my vision and that wants to create magic with me. And I, I think... I've always been in such a masculine energy of doing things and getting shit done and like project, next project, next, next, success, success, success. But then I was like, mm. I, my feminine is dormant. But actually, I realized writing my books, not at all, actually. My feminine is actually was running the show. Oh, there is a flamingo. I the know, I just got flamingo. <laughs> yes, he agrees. So I, I had this like vulnerability is sexy and this motherhood energy mm. of compassion and empathy and making sure that all every single staff of mine was happy every single person i was working mm. with was happy and that i was happy because happiness was contagious yeah. and then evidently you know the customers would be happy and it would just create this huge ripple effect and yeah that's how yeah. we became number one on TripAdvisor for six years and from then just everything exploded because once you have one successful <laughs> business you can just branch it around uh and yeah i mean you know you gotta walk to talk you can't be like oh slow down and i put it everywhere so that i remember because i'm definitely not slow you know i need to remind myself every day to get on that on that mat and do the work and like work on myself so that i can care for all of that you know family as a, as, as a as a mother <laughs> sounds a bit cheesy <laughs> It does feels like that. Like yeah. there's so many people you're taking in account all the time and then there's also yourself. Yeah. And then how does that all work out and is the win win always there? Yes. So yeah. So cool. I like how you um categorize it as the six pillars of entrepreneurship. Mm. Yeah, that's actually that came recently. So I actually because last year I was looking for an investor. And one of the big challenges was that over all through the years, I learned to do a lot myself because I noticed to coach my teams and work with people, to work with software people, to work with now building property, I needed to understand their language. And if I can talk the language of the people I work with, it's so much easier to communicate. So I learned a lot myself. And so they're like, oh, you can't run multiple businesses at the same time. No investor is going to invest in that. And I was like, sure, you can. Like, it's the same thing like I, it was so hard to explain that and then i and i'm, I'm a person like if they can if someone tells me you can i get very challenged and i, I want to like focus on that so <laughs> like well you watch me <laughs> <laughs> yeah and there's so many successful entrepreneurs who do multiple and yeah. yeah so then at that moment I, I, I somehow got onto a productivity coach, even though I'm quite productive already. I wanted to get better, even better, like yeah. for a work week with six businesses. How do I get everything moving forward? And then I made a system that for each business, I needed to do one to two minute habits of six parts of the business every day. So six businesses, six parts, one to two minutes. There was two or three hours a day. 
And for months, I trained myself like I would do gymnastics. And that's where the six areas kind of came from, like the finance, the sales part, marketing part, the R&D part, customer service and corporate honors. And I've done most of it for all the businesses I've run, which is cool because I can really empathize with people who are doing it now. Yes, absolutely. So mm. something I think we both have in common is uh, the importance of truly feeling seen and heard within an organization. Mm. So I remember I worked for 70 plus people. So they're like, but you say they, they do their job right. But why you say that it's good? It's their job. They're meant to be doing it good. You know, I'm like, oh, mm. my God. I'm like, okay. oh, my God, shoot me now. Like, okay. this is supposed to be motivating or like, you know, that's that's indeed yeah yeah that's indeed that way of thinking that it's a job for money so the money is enough but I've, I've also seen like when in Belgium we were attracting people we'd never have an issue attracting people but the companies we worked for would have an issue attracting people for example but people don't care about the money that much it's really important it's really important you want to pay people well but the culture around it is so, so much, much more different. of having people for sure stay on the long term than the money of course the basics need to be there it needs to be i've always intended paying more than than average salary yeah. and that's almost like just a foundation yes. but if all the rest isn't there then like that's not i wouldn't want to work like that no. I, I then it's I a really basic opposite transaction complete yeah. opposite. like first of all i say we create magic and then the finances mm. just follow automatically you know and I had three pillars. The first one is everyone has to be happy because happiness is contagious. Mm. The second one was uh, honest resting times. So mm. if they were working for a long time for me, they'll get double the days off. So I'd, I'd give them okay. an extra day. And uh, nice. the third one is like the longer they worked for me, the more money they made. So they'd make like double eventually as mm. at the neighbors. And then, you know, nice. it just flows. Yeah, if the incentives are good and you've thought about yes. it, yeah, super nice. Yeah, if I win, you win. We're a team, you know, we, we do this together. Yeah. So support and guidance. Nice. Uh, but you're more like in the digital online jungle. I'm more like on an island. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I think we're an awesome team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. Um... I've been in the digital jungle now a couple of years, and it's really cool to have your hands-on experience too. Because after a while, it does get lonely only working online. Yes. And working with people, like, I want to give someone a hug and yeah. have a bad day. I want to get a hug, but yeah. I have a bad day, you know? That's really hard to do online. You can do a lot online, but I believe, like, a hybrid solution is really, really cool. Where just people working together, and then you spread your wings around the world, and you work together. And, yes. Yeah. Yes, this is what we're trying to set up together. This is the magic that Kate and I are mm. creating. So if you are listening or watching and you want to hear more, mm. reach out for our entrepreneurship internship. Move slow. Mm -hmm. because, uh, <laughs> 12 weeks of fun. Yes. And well, thank you so much for being a guest on our podcast. Uh, is there anything you'd like to add? Hmm. I'm checking in with myself. For sure, there's a, a gazillion questions I would want to ask. Um, 
So April, May, June is my favorite absolute time of the year because it's after rainy okay. season. So everything is super green. The sky is starting to be super blue. The ocean is blue. And occasionally you still have like a big black storm passing by and you can see like the, mm. yeah, the storm on the ocean passing by and... It's not too mm. busy because it's not high season. It's also not low season. So there's already people coming back. And the climate is, well, you know, 30 degrees all year. But yeah, this is definitely nice. my favorite because it's not dusty. It's green. Um, yeah, it's amazing. Okay. Cool, cool. Mm. Merci, mon petit chéri. <laughs> I send you so much love from the island. Mm. Thank you. Bye. Slow secrets.